Welcome to the clown, I mean, sorry, welcome to Inside Four Walls, I am your host James Madison, and is anyone surprised by this? Saudi Arabia makes their fucking money from selling gas and oil and resources, and Joe Biden said, oh, we're going to get off fossil fuels, we're going to stop fracking, we're going to get off oil and gas, literally the things, it, it, it's basic common financial sense here, America, which even when being like 90% independent with the Keystone Pipeline when it comes to energy resources, you know, fully energy independent, we were almost fully energy independent, but we were still... We were providing for cheap extra fuel and supply for Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia was selling to us at like the dirtiest of cheapest prices. Real working relationship. Because under Trump, America was all about that natural resources and drill baby drill. Probably the only good thing McCain ever managed to fucking blubber out of his goddamn, you know, war hawk mouth is drill baby drill. And I'm pretty sure that was a fucking Palin quote. But... When Joe Biden said, oh, America's going to stop using this. No more gas and oil. Saudi Arabia was like, you hurt my bottom line. I have to raise prices now to make up money. And then Biden said, hey, don't do that. Tell you what, buddy, I'll buy, but just give me a real good deal for a while. And then Biden begged. He said, please, Saudi Arabia, I know I fucked up. I know I shut down our pipeline. I know I'm destroying America, but can you please lower prices that you're selling gas and oil to us at so I can, you know, continue to sell and not break my 102-day streak of lower gas prices? Because I can't keep draining the reserves. People are catching on to that shit. And Saudi Arabia said, get fucked. Russia for life, bitch. And here we are. But it, again, it's just basic financial common sense. You told the country that is one of our are they trade partners. They're more like frenemies. Can we just say that? They're frenemies. You know, America's Ethan Klein. Okay, let's be more real about this. Saudi Arabia's Ethan Klein and America's Tr uh, Trisha, Tisha, whatever the fuck Pietus' name is. But the Miss Piggy chick who is equally brain-dead to Ethan Klein, who's on the show. I don't watch Frenemies, bro. I haven't watched Ethan Klein since... Jesus Christ. God, it's been years. Yeah, I think it's been years since I sat down to genuinely watch his content just to enjoy it. Sorry, that's completely off-topic. I just got hit with some nostalgia I hadn't thought about in a long time. But all that aside, we're over here at Desert News. In the U.S. world and politics section, Saudi Arabia says Biden administration asked them to delay oil cuts after midterm elections. That's right. That's what I was going to get to. Lower the price for 30 days. Because what's happening in less than 30 days from now? Midterm elections. We are, what, 23 days away now? <clears throat> the Saudis reject accusations that the oil cut signal support for Russia's war in Ukraine. Yeah, no, you hurt their bottom line. It's the economy, stupid. Or in this case, it's the Biden brain dead by Joshua Lee, published October 13th, 2022. It is 2 in the morning at the time we're recording this, so this is only a couple hours. Well, it's many hours old at this point, but you know what I mean.
Saudi Arabia, and also, don't you just love the fist bump between two bloodthirsty warhawks right here? And this fucking expendable ploy right here, waiting to be sent off to die on the battlefield? You'll love it. You'll love it. Saudi Arabia said that Biden, that the Biden administration officials pressured them. Let me grab my glasses. I actually got my glasses. I, I found them. Found them. I know where they went, too. My uh, <laughs> dog had them. Yeah. They're under the couch. Shoved them under the couch with a bunch of her toys. Found them. You see my glasses in, in quite a while, but with these... Headphones on, they're not exactly the most comfortable, but whatever. I got them, put them on. There we go. <clears throat> okay, let's try this again. Saudi Arabia said that the Biden administration officials pressured them and other OPEC plus nations to delay oil production cuts by a month, possibly intending for Americans to avoid feeling the impact of higher energy costs until after voting in the midterm elections. That's right. I don't give a fuck if you jack the prices up after 30 days, dog. I just want to get reelected. And we'll be, I'll pull this up and show you this after we get through this article. Studies have come out, man. General population pulling shows gas prices and living costs directly impact how people vote. It's almost like the economy, stupid. OPEC plus nations announced a unanimous vote last week to cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day. The 13 nation oil cartel, which include cartel. <laughs> uh, you know, it's cute you say that, but if America wasn't such a flaccid fucking joke, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be making our own shit here. There's that great old clip of Trump talking, and he says, why can't we make iPhones and, and phones and oil and produce all that here? We worry about our reliance on other countries, but we don't want to work here. That's a valid fucking point. I don't, I don't have TDS, man. I got my criticisms of the guy, but, you know, like I said, I give him a, a 6.5 out of 10. A 7. I'll give him a 7 out of 10. Pretty good. And he said some good shit. This is one of those things. If you want to use, let, let's just hypothetically say, yeah, it's a cartel. Ooh, a cartel of countries that mine and control their own oil supplies and sell to the world. Is it really a cartel? I'm sorry, it's not. No, these countries are smart enough to drill and get the resources out of their own backyard, realize, oh, we got a fuck ton here, and then they start selling it. And by the way, Saudi Arabia, for hundreds of years, has been one of the wealthiest countries out there because they sell these resources, because they've been the global trader. Dating all the way back to the British, uh, what is it, the Eastern India, uh, the British India Trading Company, or was it East... Eastern British India Trading Company, whatever the fuck that old company was that did the shipping and shit, yet they were Saudi Arabian customers, bro. It was silk, it was opioids, it was other kinds of drugs, and then it was it was oil, it was gas, it was oils, it was mineral, it was clay. They export and sell tons of shit. Gas and oil is just their bread and butter. Like many of these cartel countries you have, they gathered up their resources, portioned them out, and are selling the parts they can it's not a cartel it's just they're smart enough to utilize their own resources and be fucking independent of themselves not reliant upon a government or an exterior country to supply the energy means for their nation they're not a cartel they're fucking smart 
It's different. Desert news. <clears throat> Call you dessert news, you bunch of fucking fruits. Anyway, announced a unanimous vote last week. They cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day. The 13-nation oil cartel, which includes Russia, which is the only reason they're calling it a cartel, because cartel's a scary word. <laughs> Call them coyotes. Oh, wait, no. Coyotes aren't carrying barrels of oil across the Russian borderline. I hope I don't have to explain that joke. Now, which includes Russia, said the move was about market stabilization. But the production cuts come as European sanctions levied in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine threatens to hurt consumers there over the winter months in addition to driving up the cost of fuel in the U.S., yeah, man, you know, you take out, uh, you know, Biden, if you, do I have to say allegedly, we, we we pretty much know for certain now that Joe Biden, or at least someone under Biden, approved the U.S. to sabotage those pipelines, right, the Nord Stream 2 pipelines, those pipelines, by the way, they're still working, <laughs> to some extent, they are still functional, and supplying oil still, and gas still, Including, like, what, methane, propane, and, like, three other types of fuel through other pipelines. There's, like, what, f it's it's two pipes were, were, were attacked, but it's, like, a system of, what, five pipelines? Similar to what pipe, similar to Michigan's Line 5, a bunch of brain-dead fucking idiots think it's, like, one pipeline. But it's actually just a infrastructure of a series of pipelines. Except for, in Russia's case, it goes under the sea to Germany. Anyway. Uh... It's almost like when you attack a nation's supply line. By the way, the same supply line that Biden secured for them in the first place by shutting down Keystone and allowing Russia, I mean actively granted Russia permission to fund and build Nord Stream 2. It's just... <sighs> we live in a really fucked time, don't we? Anyway. Yeah, let's see. Next... Biden administration's officials said they urged Saudi Arabia to delay the decision until their next scheduled meeting in December. Quote, We present Saudi Arabia with analysis to show that there was no market bias to cut product basis to cut <gasps> production targets. And they could easily wait for the next OPEC meeting to see how things develop. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby. Yeah, we call him Kirby because of the way he fits all of Mark Milley's cock in his fucking mouth, told the Wall Street Journal in a statement. Uh, see, here's the thing, though. If someone used to be a weed dealer, let me just tell you right now, you're the fucking customer. Shut the fuck up. You don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. You don't know why I'm raising the prices I'm fucking raising. You don't know You don't know what I'm selling. You don't know what I put into growing and obtaining the herb I'm selling. You just know the products here. You just know the products here. And you don't know what went into the product. You don't know the resources that went into cutting it, trimming it, resourcing it, drying it, bagging it, tagging it, and getting it to your fucking dopey-obsessed hands. Just like right here. Saudi Arabia... They're not cutting this because they have to. They're giving themselves a fucking break, bro. And here's the thing. Remember what I said earlier? They portion off their resources and sell the extra. That's what they're doing. This isn't a new thing for Saudi Arabia to roll back how much oil and gas they produce for a short period of time.
time. Now, the real question here is, Biden, why don't you just open up the fucking pipeline here? It was all funded. It was pretty much fully fucking complete. It was already providing us unprecedented levels of gas and oil from under our own fucking country. Why don't you just open that? You signed with a little bit of ink on a paper. You shut it down. Why don't you reopen it? Think about all the Americans you can get back to work, Biden. It would be a, a it would probably be a career saving fucking move. The Democrat Party just backpedaled a little bit. And it's nothing new for you guys to fucking backpedal. You backpedal constantly. But why this? Why this? Open up the Keystone or yeah, open up Keystone again would allow us to not even have to worry about this. Saudi Arabia is good. They got the supply. They don't need to buy it. They got it. We need to buy it. We're the ones who need it because we quit growing. We quit producing our own shit. So now we're the customer relying on the seller. And the seller is like, hey, these are my rules, bitch. You want it or not? And America's like, you can do better than that, right? And Saudi Arabia's like, I'm sure I could, but fuck you. Why would I? And America's throwing a big old hissy fit like that spoiled white kid who can't understand why he's paying $15 a gram for some top shelf shit. Sorry, buddy. Them's the fucking bricks. Keep crying. I'm gonna be like Darth Vader and start raising the prices up on this bitch. But, <clears throat> the administration also warned that cutting production would raise global oil prices and bolsters Russia's funding of President Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that sucks about it. Saudi Arabia already has it. They don't give a fuck if the price rises globally because they're the ones making the fucking money, you idiot. So go ahead and fearmonger. Well, we told Saudi Arabia that if they cut cut 2 million barrels a day of production, then oil prices are going to go up. You know shit. It's part of marketing, you fucking idiot. Do you not know how this works? Do you not know like scarcity's effect on the on the market? Here, let's put it in a way Biden might... No, Biden wouldn't understand this. Liberals wouldn't even understand this. Here, conservatives, you're listening, you might get this. It's like uh, our currency, right? When there's... Let's say there's 100 bucks, right? There's 100 bucks and 10 people. Each person gets $10. Hmm. It's a bit of a deal. That's kind of nice. But then they're like, oh, well, you know, we need a little bit more. And instead of being like, all right, well, I got a list of chores for you to do here. You do this labor. You you generate this shit. That will that'll justify the, the making of more money. No, the government just said, oh, you want more money? Here. Give everybody another 10. And 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 another 10. It just keeps printing 10s. just keeps printing more and more money. Now all these people have all this money. And they're looking around like, oh, well, we have all this money. We can, we can buy a bunch of shit now. And they never really stop to realize that. Well, they're getting more money. The market's just raising its prices. Just raising it more. Right? So you're just kind of running into a dead end where everybody has this funny money that's fucking worthless. And you can't afford or get anything. So when you make manufactured scarcity, where you roll back how much of something there is, the the limited amount of it is what makes it significantly valuable. For example... Those 13 famous Fabergé eggs. There's 15 of them. There was 16. Now there's 15. After that 16th one got destroyed, the rest of them went up in value. Did I say 16? Was it 13? So there was 14. And then the, the 14th one got busted. So now there's 13, and each one of them's value went up. Now if another one gets break, gets busted. There's 12 of them. Those 12, they're going to go up in value because there's less of them. 
And once it gets down to the last Fabergé egg, that last Fabergé egg is going to be worth a lot of money. Look at the Hope Diamond. There's only one of those. Most expensive gem on the planet. The scarcity of something is what makes it valuable. So if you're the person who can produce it and manufacture it at a drop of a hat, uh, you know, whenever you want, just turn the fucking valve on and you have it at your fingertips, it's not going to hurt you to manufacture scarcity. In fact, it's only going to benefit your bottom fucking line. But this administration clearly doesn't understand the first fucking thing about finances. Ah, beer ditches. And furthermore... Uh, I'm pretty sure Saudi Arabia has kind of got the ANCAP vibe with this one when they look at Russia. Russia's paying. Russia's ruble is worth more than your money is currently, America. I hate to tell you, but the the ruble is actively worth more. The ruble is about to beat the shit out of the U.S. currency. And that's not me blowing smoke. That's That's a fact, bruh. Act, bruh. The mainstream media source tell you it. You don't take my word for it. It's real. I mean, I'm not going to go into this article, article too much. We may come back and revisit it, but it will be in the description below. This is New York Post. It's not some weird, funny-duddy website. It's mainstream. MSM. Right here. Enemy of the people. Mainstream media. Don't know why. You know, people watching Fox and CNN are sitting here saying, and it's people watching Fox and CNN. Right, because people who consume the legacy media like Fox and CNN and MSNBC are the ones going, well, the ruble is worthless. Russia's bankrupt. They can't win this war. And it's like, yeah, that's what they've been saying this whole time, and yet they're kind of winning this war, it seems. Now, I will say in the last two weeks, it seems like Russia's kind of taken an ass-whooping a little bit, but I don't know, man. I don't think Russia's really began to fight yet. It's just, I'm, I don't know, I just... Something's nagging me, man. I feel like Russia's got a whole bunch of tricks up their sleeves, and we're just waiting to find out what happens. And again, I'm not, you know, necessarily like for the fun of it. I'm pro Russia, but when it comes to the Russian-Ukraine conflict, I'm sympathetic towards Russia. But again, Russia wants to work with China. You can't ring that bell, and I'm fucking firmly against the CCP, which puts Russia in the crosshairs. Now Russia is a foe. Can't take that away. Can't unring that bell. If you sign up and team up with the WEF or the CCP, bro, I'm just... Sorry. You've lost all your grace at that point. If Trump came out tomorrow and said, hey, I'm going to work with the WEF, that's it, bro. I'm going to start sounding like one of those, you know, TDS sufferers. Like, it's over at that point. But, I don't know, man. Media keeps saying, oh, the Rupal is going to crash. The Rupal isn't worth shit. Blah, 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 blah. And this is from June. This isn't like a new article. It's only risen since then. And it's continued to rise. Like, again, the, the ruble's about to surpass the U.S. currency. Just let that sink in. Let's see. Saudi Arabia and other OPEC countries reject the request, viewing Washington's counsel as a, quote, political gambit by the Biden administration to avoid bad news ahead of the U.S. midterm elections, according to the Saudi Arabia officials who talked with the journal can we just take a moment to appreciate the bluntness of that statement he didn't cut through the bullshit he said no they're threatening us they're withholding this shit and they're only doing it because they want a midterm they don't give a fuck that's why they asked us to do it for the 30 days and here's the thing man this is like you're having that house party right and you underestimate how much money you would have and you told your friends you'd bring all this good shit with you 
You know, you, 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 you go to the weed guy, you go to the weed man's weed man, you go to buy some stash, and homie's like, oh, bro, how much do you want? How much do you got? And you're like, oh, well, you know, I don't have the, you know, 200 bucks for the brick, but could you maybe lower the price for 30 days, and afterwards I'll pay you the full price later? No one will take that deal. They'll look at you and be like, I'll shoot you, bro. What the fuck? No. Get the fuck on. I ain't doing that shit. And Byron's like, come on, man. I just, 30 days, bro. I told all these people I'm going to get them good gas prices, man. Come on, bro. Hey, hey come on. No cap, man. Uh, is that Boomhauer Biden? Hey, go, man. Come on. You, you know the thing, man. Come on. Dang gun. Yeah, come on. What, what the hell, Biden? Hey. Holy shit. Is, is Biden just Boomhauer? No, Boomhauer's base. That can't be it. Democrats are now accusing... Accusing is the main word here. They didn't use accusing with Saudi Arabia. They just said, and now they're saying the Democrats are accusing. Saudi Arabia said, this is what they're doing. Okay, Desert News, I see your weird subliminals. Democrats are now accusing Saudi Arabia of aligning with Russia in its Ukraine. How many times are you going to repeat that? How many fucking times in one article are you going to tell me Saudi Arabia is going to work with, with Russia? Saudi Arabia and Russia... It's four times, dog, and we're not even through the article yet. It's four fucking times already. How many more times? I want to keep a counter, right? We're at four. How many times are we going to hear some along the lines of Democrats are now accusing Saudi Arabia of aligning with Russia? You're going to hear that a lot now, aren't you? This is going to be a reoccurring fucking theme. Watch. Senator Dick Durbin, a Democrat from Illinois, told Big Bl- I mean BBC News... Why is there no B- BWC News? Hmm. Anyway. That he is now prepared to freeze any U.S. arms sale to Saudi Arabia. And there it is, folks. That's the quid pro quo, right? That's good old quid pro quo, Joe. Am I wrong or am I right? Okay, Jack, I'm tell you what. You're going to lower them gas prices. Or you're not going to get these guns. That is a quid pro quo. That is, you do something for me, and I'll do something for you. Damn, Biden. Damn, Biden. Yo, literally Donald Trump got impeached for less. Literally got impeached for less. And what's funny about that, right, with the whole Donald Trump thing and, and Zelensky... Everyone said Zelensky was a victim of Donald Trump's quid pro quo. Zelensky himself said there was no quid pro quo. What are you talking about? There, there was never a quid pro quo. In this very specific circumstance, Saudi Arabia says quid pro quo. The victim of Biden's quid pro quo says there was a quid pro quo. And there will be no push to impeach. Watch. You'll have Josh Howley say some shit. Grassley will say some shit. And that's it. That's it. I'm telling you right now, when Biden gets it, when the Republicans take over, you're effectively a lame duck Biden serve out his term, and he'll serve his term out unless the deep state really wants him gone. I hope I'm wrong, but I have very little doubt that the Republican Party will actually do anything about this. Just as a precinct delegate, man, the amount of ineptitude I've seen just in local Republicans alone—it's kind of disenchanting, to be completely honest. But it's the it's the gauntlet I run. You meet a lot of really good, smart people, but you meet a lot of brain dead dicks. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just want to recite the latest Sean Hannity buzz phrase. By the way, I've met a lot of Republicans lately who tell me that 
uh, who have told me that Tucker Carlson is controlled opposition, but Sean Hannity is a real journalist. And I don't even know where to begin with these fucking idiots anymore. That's just the dumbest fucking thing I've ever... And I was say they're both controlled opposition. I'll give you that. I'll give you some pushback on the Tucker thing, because there's a lot of shit Tucker does independently that's not with Fox News. Um, But Sean Hannity? The Fed who wears a CIA pin every night? Uh-huh. Right. And you probably believe Walter Cronkite was a real journalist, too, you fucking idiot. Anyway. So... A Democrat told the BBC that he is now preparing to freeze any U.S. arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Quote, for us to treat this country as just another ally is totally unacceptable now that they've sided with Putin, he said. They haven't. They're just not going to fucking fall in line and obey what Biden told them to do. Why? Because the customer is telling the dealer what his fucking prices are. As anyone who's ever sold anything... Listen to this. Have you ever heard such a fucking thing? This isn't like a a, a, a a fucking barter and haggle thing. This isn't like, oh, come on, man. You know, maybe I'll throw this in and sweeten that deal and you lower the prices. I'll give you this to sweeten that deal up a little bit. No, no, he just says, lower the prices. Saudi Arabia goes, no, fuck you. And we're going to cut production. Biden says, I'm not going to give you those guns we discussed. Sell it at a lower price or no guns. And Saudi Arabia was like, oh, bitch, really? Oh, ooh. Mr. Shits himself in the Vatican's got some fucking cojones suddenly. All right. Cuck. For this country to treat... As, for, this, for us to treat this country as just another ally. Like I said, they're frenemies, but, bro, they were a trade partner. You should be treating your trade partners like they're your brothers at this point. Fucking idiot. But then again, you are from Illinois, and Illinois is not known for turning out great, bright individuals. It turns out brain dead fucking idiots and a few good artists. Actually, I take that back. Uh, fuck it, I stand yay. So that so that means I I, I tolerate Chicago. Senator Bob Menendez. Men, Menendez. Senator Bob Menendez, a Democrat from New Jersey. You're not asking Republicans shit, are you? Chairman of the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee said in a statement that he will, quote, he will not greenlight any cooperation Ridal, until the kingdom reassesses its position with respect to Ukraine. So more quid pro quo. Why? Because you're going to lower the prices or else we're going to demonize you. Saudi Arabia is like, we're not some fucking Republican pussy you can muscle out of an election we're saudi of fucking arabia bro we've been here longer than you longer than most of these countries on this fucking planet with a ruling monarch that's been here longer than most of these fucking ruling establishments around this world who the fuck are you talking to and biden's like i forgot yeah bitch you forgot you probably meant to be doing this shit in libya but you misspoke in an interview with cnn's jake Ta- G- really that fucking dying platform? Alright, if you claim so. With CNN's Jake Tapper, at least it's not the guy who got caught jerking off, you know, tubing with the lubin, President Joe Biden said Tuesday that he will work with Congress to, quote, rethink America's relationship with Saudi Arabia. That's a threat. That is a fucking threat. 
rethink is a threat. That is, we're going to do some shit to make America completely hate Saudi Arabia. And here's the thing. It's going to be a staged thing. I'm just predicting shit right now. This is just my predictions. But that's a real ominous fucking thing to say. Rethink. We're going to re... Said President Biden said Tuesday that we will work with Congress to rethink America's relationship with Saudi Arabia. Considering we invaded Iraq over Saudis blowing up the World Trade Center. I don't know, man. I'm really curious what you're willing to do to make Saudi Arabia look like the bad guy now. After all... Bush nearly broke his fucking spine bent backwards to suck his own dick to keep them looking good during the whole war on terror incident, but that didn't really work out now, did it? What the fuck will this neocon war hawk administration do in order to make us rethink our relationship? That's ominous. Quote, I'm in the process. I am in the process when the House and Senate gets back. They're going to have to... There's a there's going to be some consequences for what they've done with Russia. Biden said, "What you mean sell to the people willing to buy and cut better deals? It's just called capitalism, America. I thought you loved that shit. I do. These and other comments, these and other comments from Democrat officials led the Saudi Foreign Ministry to hit back at the Biden administration's accusations." that they were supporting Russia's war in Ukraine in a statement released Wednesday night. The Saudis insisted that a one-month delay in OPEC decision to cut oil production, as suggested by the U.S. administration, would have resulted in negative economic consequences relating to the energy market, because every nation pretty much is independent, is pretty much relying upon Saudi Arabia for their supplies. It sucks! Hey, it sucks, man. Hey, go vote. You want know if you want, ask people running for office how they feel about Keystone. If you get a politician that says they like Keystone, vote for them. Even if they can't necessarily do anything about it, just having having that blanket support out there is good. There's some liberals out there who are like we need to turn that thing back on. And it's like whoa, look who just woke up from their little fucking nappy wappy. Wow. These and other comments from Democrat officials, Saudi Foreign Minister back in the same Wednesday night, Saudis insisted that a one-month delay, negative economic consequences relating to the energy market, the kingdom also expected its total rejection of its of the accusations that the decision was made to take sides in an international conflict or that the decision was, quote, politically motivated against the United States of America. And what's really funny is, if you side with Russia, that's exactly what it is. It's not an anti-Ukraine stance to be pro-Russia. It's an anti-NATO stance to be pro-Russia. Why? Because, Biden, you want to say, oh, well, you're helping Russia, man. You're helping Ukraine. You're literally helping the fucking Nazis right now, bro. You, there has been no declaration of war. There's been no vote to declare war. You are sending supplies through NATO, through taxpayer dollars, a hundred billion fucking dollars to Ukraine, which less than 30% of the aid, firearms, and money included in this equation sent to Ukraine actually see the front lines. It's speculated now it's between 15 and 20% of what we have sent to Ukraine sees the front fucking lines of action. 
But sure, Biden, you hypocritic piece of shit. You child-sniffing old fuck. Yeah, I'm sure Saudi Arabia is the problem because they're selling to a country that you don't like. Why? Because the, the country you don't like being Russia right now is fighting a country that you have personal business ties in. You were the big guy who got 10%. And by the way, 10% is a number we like to throw around when really there was the other percentages talked in that conversation. I'd yell them, but I don't really have them on hand. 10% was a lowball estimate that Biden got. And when you take an annual payment of, quote, 10%, that's a lot of fucking money from a Ukrainian oil firm. Oil, natural gas, and energy firm in general. Oh, and what's that? Biden, who, through his son Hunter, has direct connections to a Ukrainian-ran government-connected energy company, shut down America's domestic pipeline? You mean a guy whose kid is a shareholder in a foreign energy and oil company shut down our domestic oil and fuel lines? Weird. Weird. It's almost like Joe Biden's whole entire time in office has been a conflict of interest from the fucking start. Fucking weird. Fucking weird, right? Who would have who would have called that out? Fucking no one. Tim Poole, Luke Rakowski, Larry Elders, Jimmy Dore. Um, Dave Rubin, Glenn Beck, Donald Trump, Bobert, um, Dick Army. But actually, you know what? it seems like a lot of people called out by him being a, a bad president, which is funny because Dick Army's dead, and he actually said that shit in, like, 2009 when Biden was a VP and said, oh, man, hopefully this guy never tries to run for office. Keck. Oh, special shout-out to Paul Gosner. That man's a fucking chad. The fuck? Anyway, Biden was criticized for his overture... For his overtures to Saudi Arabia this summer, particularly in light of of their reported involvement in the murder of a Washington Post journalist, Jamal uh, Khashoggi. I'd, I'll be completely real. I have to bookmark that. I know nothing about this. So that's true. That's fucking horrible. I, I've been on the scene filming and documenting riots and protests and political shit as it happens. I have been zip-tied by police, effectively arrested, thrown on the ground on my belly and maced by a cop. Press badges on, wasn't close to rioters or anything, just filming, standing on the sidewalk, minding my own business. Cops come up, grab you, ask you who you are, demand ID when you ask what the crime is. They're not there to ask questions. They're there to get answers. Slam you down to the car, zip-tie you, come back later. My equipment just sat there on the ground next to me. Like Anyone could have come up and stolen it. They didn't. But, you know, just saying. So I have sympathy when journalists get fucked up. Unless they're AP journalists. And in that case, I just kind of laugh. I'm kidding. Maybe. But that is the end of this article. Hopefully I'm not blowing your ears up with this. I feel like my gain's a little fucked on the speaker right now. But that is the end of this article. Let's see. What is the first one from SLCEME? Good old quid pro... Man, it's always the first comments that are so good. Good old quid pro quo Joe caught trying to coerce a foreign nation a foreign nation into helping the Democrats this election cycle. When does the impeachment start? 
Probably never. Even if the even a red wave comes, you'll get people like Carrie Lake that are are, are going to try and get something done. But you're just gonna, you're I, I'm predicting you're gonna end up with like a right version of the click uh, of of like the squad. What do they call themselves? The click. It's gonna be like Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Carrie Lake, Josh Howley. Um, I was gonna say Madison Cawthorn, but he got out. He got voted out of office because he got some pussy on the side, which is stupid. By the way, I remember talking about that. Homie, uh, who is it? Someone, Occupied Democrats, released that picture of him on a boat with all these chicks' bras hanging around his neck like it's a fucking Flava Flav necklace. And there's like five bras hanging from his neck. Meanwhile, there's like five chicks who you can tell they're not wearing a bra in their pictures, all smiling and posing, mushing their tits up on his face. Y'all just mad that a man in a wheelchair got more pussy than you liberals can bind. That's all I got out of that. And by the way, when you're like, oh, he was gay. Bro, all you all you almost did was secure him the gay vote. I just found that so funny. I'm looking at this picture. I'm like, damn, homie can get it. So down there works, huh? Nothing below the waist besides that dick works? Nice. Hey, Washington Monument still rises despite everything else not working. I was just happy for the guy. It's like when you find out Stephen Hawking had a bunch of affairs all every time he was married. Even afterwards. He, like, he kept cheating on uh, on wives with different nurses and shit. And it's like, wow. I should be mad, but I'm just goddamn impressed. Holy shit. Good for you. I mean, you're probably going to be burning a lake of fire at some point, but good for you. Shit. Jesus didn't die for that kind of action. What the fuck did he die for? The Democrat leadership is nothing but old, old, old rich white people and their policies are driving away the independent black Hispanic voters. Independent black and Hispanic voters. It's going to be a magnificent November. Saudis are not allies. They are just use. They just use us. And vice versa. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, mm, I don't know, man. That's There's some truth to that. But also, eh. all right. So let's see. What did I say I was going to pull up? Uh, pull up. Now, I ask for your indulgence because I talked a lot of shit about Fox, but I just, it's so hard to enjoy the right celebrating when they're shit-kicking the current establishment politics. So the next couple articles are going to be from Fox, but that being said, I want to go over to Snopes first. I know! And there's a CNN article in here, too! It's kind of crazy! But let's go to Snopes. Snopes. Did U.S. gas prices drop below $2 under Trump? Now, let me just tell you this, man. I mowed lawns to make money a little bit under the Trump administration. I made a lot of money. Why? Gas prices right down the street from my house, dollar ninety six a gallon, and they got lower than that. I think the lowest I saw it down the street from. I'm thinking about it. I think the lowest I saw it was a dollar sixty a gallon. Insane, bro. Dollar sixty a gallon at Sunoco. Gas buddy. Ooh, that shit makes me so happy. Think about what gas buddy used to look like under Trump. Every gas station was cheap. Every gas station was cheap, bro. Everything was getting cheaper. You could get, you could get, eh. do you remember you go to Walmart and you get two Arizonas for a dollar? Bro. Remember back when the Rip It Can said a dollar plus deposit? Hmm. Better times. Lower prices. Quote, they want you to forget gas was under $2 when Trump was in office. One Twitter user posted. 
Now, what do you think Snopes says about this? True. True. Snopes. Shill liberal fact checker Snopes. Claim national gas prices price averages for regular fuel drop below $2 per gallon during U.S. President Donald Trump's term in office. By the way, the original version of this said U.S. President Donald Trump's first term of office. They went back and changed it. They used to say during U.S. President Donald Trump's first term in office, which kind of implies they know. Right here. In early October 2022, we received inquiries from readers who asked if it was true that the national average for gas prices dropped under $2 per gallon during U.S. President Donald Trump's term in office. After reviewing credible data, we can confirm that this is true. $1.84 per gallon in April 2020. Figures on the U.S. Energy Information Administration's EIA EIA, website showed an average of $1.84 per gallon of regular fuel in April 2020. Mind you, that's a little unfair because gas prices went up uh, what was it, like 6%. It was like 6 uh, in the beginning of the pandemic. It was up like like 15% by the end of the pandemic before Trump actually left office or before Trump's final days in office. So that's not really fair, bro. You're using pandemic gas prices. What about 2019 when that crazy asshole from Mad Money on CNN called it the best economy of our lives. People are calling it the best economy in American history. Mm-mm. Whoa, what? Got STD from Sex and Car. Hmm. Come back to that one, maybe. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> let's see, where was I? April 22. In the same month, the Associated Press also reported a similar price of $1.86, citing data from AAA. Trump was in office from January 2017 through January 2021. Our leaders were curious about this matter in October 22, apparently due to rising gas prices happening at the time, we found a number of tweets that claim that gas prices were once under $2 when Trump was in office. These tweets were posted just days before we published this fact check by Chicago One Ray. I wonder if he knows he's in here. Yeah, these are all very clearly... Uh, I, I can just look at these and tell you how most of these people voted. Just uh, just a quick reminder that price uh, was under $2. Two Why did it say $2 bucks a gallon under Trump? They want us to forget that gas was under $2. Trump was in office. Remember when gas was under $2 a gallon, Trump was in office, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, that's all I wanted you to see. Snopes even has to admit that, yeah, gas prices were cheaper. That being said, let's just get into the last two articles real quick. Just victory laps. Just victory laps. CNN analysis worries gas prices spike could hurt Democrats in November. Haunt President Biden. OPEC announced on Wednesday that they would be cutting oil production by 2 million barrels per day. Just watch this clip. Being produced, so they said 2 million barrels per day less but translate that to what it means in your gas it's mean big picture for people at home 
higher prices. OPEC is a big supplier to the market. Uh, they've decided they're going to cut. Uh, some of the barrels they're cutting actually aren't being produced. So they said 2 million barrels per day less. It's probably closer to about 950,000 barrels per day less. But translate that to what it means in your gas tank. It's about a quarter a gallon. We talked about the SPRO, Strategic uh, Petroleum Reserve. That is really historically low right now. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean, big picture? Well, what it means is that our safety net's getting smaller. We're using it. Now, there's an argument to be made for using it, but you have to replenish it. And the problem is our strategic petroleum reserve is an oil insurance policy. And the time to buy insurance is when you don't need it. Refilling it would mean taking oil out of the market. You don't want to do that when the market's tight. What does this mean? Just so I can pause it. Yeah, you ain't wrong. And do you know why we even have the reserves? It was put in place... Uh, during and before and it was started before and finished during the eisenhower president uh presidency and the idea was in case of a major global catastrophe or war we would have these untouched reserves of gas oil coal fuel propane methane and all these various useful uh resources uh in abundance to the tune of many uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of gallons of these fluids and fuels per, you know. The idea was just to have this stored warehouse of it and only touch it during times of war. Now, presidents all throughout the years have tapped into it to try and help themselves win the election by lowering fuel prices. Biden just took it to a whole new level we've never seen before. Bush did the same thing, for example, just not on this level. Uh, Hannah Penrick by, from Fox News. An analysis by CNN reporter Stefan Collinson. Oh. Oh. That's who. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's who that is. Gotcha. Uh, said a spike in gas prices could hurt Democrats in November and be the October surprise America's can't, Americans can't afford after OPEC Plus announced that they would cut well, all these subscription services you know even my oil subscription service has to have a plus in its fucking name now jesus the decrease in production is expected to drive up cost at the pump which could hurt democrats as the midterms get closer collinson wrote thursday quote more pain at the pump would be a major blow to democrats weeks before the midterm elections and bring president joe biden's Boasts about getting the price per gallon down from record highs in June back to haunt him. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to suffer for it, but I'm going to... These are California prices, right? Yep, California. Uh, this is an older picture, too. Let's see. There's, a, there's not a... Oh, May. Yeah, back in May. This, by the way, is an 8 now. That is an 8. This current day and age. <laughs> OPEC ministers announced on Wednesday that they would be cutting oil production by 2 million barrels per day despite the push from the Biden White House to not cut production as gas prices remain high. The Biden administration on Wednesday announced Wednesday that they would release 100 million more, 10 million more barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserves in November in response to the move from OPEC. Okay, so you threw mud on Biden's face, now Biden's mad at you. An increase in gas prices would hurt Biden, the CNN analysis said, because it would, quote, fuel uh, per perceptions that he isn't responding well enough to uh, well enough on an economic on economic issues. 
quote, the White House already damaged its credibility on inflation, insisting multiple times over that the last that last year was a temporary issue. Yeah, it was a uh, it was an issue. The inflation was from a, a transition of power. Even as the cost of grocery grocery bills soared, and the lived economic experience of many voters diverged from the more rosy descriptions of the economic of the economy coming from the administration officials, Colin wrote. Now, again, we're running a little long. This article will be in the description below. Let's hop over to the last article. This is by Hannah. Panrec. Now we have over here to Fox Business, just for a little bit of keck to end your day, because let them eat keck. From Fox Business. Actually, I like Fox Business more than Fox Default. Fun fact, I, I like them and I like Forbes, but for specifically this kind of stuff. GOP launches voter registration initiative at gas stations amid surging pain at the pump. Republican National Committee voter initiative involved registering people to vote at gas stations in Arizona. That is fucking hilarious. By Andrew Mark Miller. Are you going to fucking play? My boomer ass figured it out. Voters at the pump. That's what I think is a pretty good strategy for Republicans, and they're doing it. Madison Allworth is at one of those gas stations. Good morning, Madison. Has the RNC pulled in any new voters there? Good morning, Stuart. This group has been here since the weekend, and so far they have registered over 30 new voters. And they're out here again today. They've, I've already seen them register at least one this morning since I've been out there. You know, we're seeing these high prices. People are frustrated, and Republicans are hoping that they take those frustration to the polls during the next election cycle. After gas prices shot up, we have seen them fall from their highs, but current prices are still heavily inflated. In order to combat this energy crisis, the International Energy Agency is publishing its 10-point plan to cut oil demand. It includes things like reducing the speed limit on the highway, promoting No Car Sunday, and eliminating work travel. This all, as we see off the heels of a Bloomberg op-ed that was posed to Americans making less than 300K, they suggested replacing meat in your diet with lentils to combat food inflation. Critics blast all these solutions as out of touch. And they're looking to channel the Republicans this frustration into voters here in Long Island, where we've they've set up this voter registration drive. They're trying to get those new voters in. It's happening here. It's happening in Arizona, North Carolina, with plans to expand out more. The people we've spoken to, they're telling us it's absolutely driving their decision in the voting booth. Democrats are in charge. 427 is what you see. So next term, definitely Republican. When I work, doesn't give me a raise. <laughs> and the gas go up, don't make a sense. It's really hard. I'm going to buy the gas prices. Oh. Channeling that frustration into potential new voters, this operation here is only planning on expanding to more states. Stuart? All right, Madison, we hear you. Thanks very much indeed. All right, and that's the end of that. It's kind of funny. Republican National Committee is launching an initiative to register voters at gas stations in response to record surge in gas prices well, at the oh. one of the biggest counties in the world actually. Wait. Is the sheriff of Where the hell is he Tucker coming from? Not to enforce these mandates because he doesn't want citizens to die. Oh, okay. Thanks. Tucker. Um 
Don't like Biden. Uh, don't like the hashtag Biden gas hikes. Republican National Committee Chair Rana, oh Rona McDaniel, tweeted Saturday: "Vote Republican. Uh, vote Republicans are coming to gas stations nationwide to register the lead, hashtag lead right." Uh, progressive leader. Don't like the Biden gas hike. Vote Republican. The Republican National Committee told Fox that their voter initiative began on Saturday and involved staff and volunteers registering people to vote at gas stations in the Phoenix and Scottsdale area of Arizona, where gas prices have soared to over $4.50 per gallon. Quote, Arizonians are frustrated with paying the record high gas prices we've seen recently. This is an issue that affects almost every single Arizonian and American. The RNC's Arizona Communications Director, Ben Peterson, told Fox News in a statement, quote, There's no doubt that everyone is feeling the pain at the pump, so the gas stations right now may be the very best possible place for one of our volunteers to have a conversation with someone and get someone signed up to vote. Yeah, it's kind of it right there. Uh, uh, this is about a break an hour. I'm not trying to run that long because I got other episodes to record and I got to be up work shit in like six hours from now. And I've been up all day. So I'm going to wrap this up here. Uh, yeah, you're going to see a lot more coming down the pipeline. You're going to see gas prices do a, an unprecedented skyrocket in prices. And I've been saying this from day one that this was going to fucking happen. As soon as they tapped in the oil reserve, you can go find my, my Twitter and look at the comments you'll, or my replies. You'll see a lot of people I had this argument with. Um, and it's just going to keep getting worse. Uh, I, I'm on the fence. I, I, I speculate that there will be a pretty dark red wave coming this midterm, but I'm not going to throw a whole lot onto that. I'm doing what I can to help out with specifically politicians that I can get behind. But that's a story for another day. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls with me, your host, James Madison. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. All articles and references will be in the description below. And I shall catch you guys later. Deuce. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.